We're live. We're back. Dr. Chris, he's in the, there he is on the other side of the screen, sitting there patiently waiting the for the show. Yes. How are things going, Dr. Chris? Good. I think everybody's just kind of gearing up for the holiday season, right? Yeah. Around the corner. Out in the corner. They're starting to get their P's and Q's together. I've been planning the Thanksgiving as well. So, you know, our topic today is medical grade. The difference between, uh, what, you know, what are skincare products? Why medical grade? Is it worth it? So I'm going to roll the intro and that's what we're going to talk about today. Sounds good. Rolling. If you're like most folks, Dr. Chris Fusterhausen works with, you're active, you want to take ownership of your health, and you want to age gracefully. The problem is, there is so much conflicting information out there about health and wellness, it's tough to know who to trust. Most providers are limited by what insurance will approve, so it can seem like they're only able to help you manage your health decline with more meds. On the Dr. Chris Life Podcast, you'll learn how you can regain your confidence in your health journey. You'll learn helpful knowledge about programs, supplements, peptides, and hormones that Dr. Chris has used with thousands of patients just like you to help them crush their goals and be their best selves. So if you're ready to take charge of your health and are wanting to stay active and healthy so you can be a better parent, partner, or lover, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Dr. Chris Podcast. Welcome back, lovers. <laughs> see, I just see the bald guy talking at the microphone. Uh, <laughs> I was so two, that was so 2022. Well, you wear a cap, so nobody knows. <laughs> that was so 2022, 22, Dr. Chris. <laughs> All right, medical grade skincare products are they worth it? You know that this medical grade thing is, you know, I take supplements and I I wonder what's the difference between like you know the the brands that you can find in the store and then your the physicians or doctors or clinics that sell uh, medical grade products, and you know I don't know what the difference are and I think it's a good good question and so this is an excellent topic and. Uh, so, Dr. Chris, how often do you get, first of all, would you, would you categorize our podcast as a medical grade podcast? I, I sure hope so. <laughs> uh, I think it's top notch and we're uh, bringing good information to our patients and uh, customers, consumers. Uh, medical grade is kind of a generic term, uh, but I'm going to tell you what I believe it to mean and then maybe kind of where it's really become for some parts. So let's go back to supplements. Um, I always say there's there's pharmaceutical grade or medical grade supplements, and there's just plain supplements. Skincare, just like supplements, are not very well regulated in the United States. As some of us may claim, there's many things over-regulated in the United States. These are probably things that potentially could be under-regulated, possibly. Um, and so when we say pharmaceutical grade supplements or medical grade supplements, um, you know, they did a study 
quite a few years ago and they actually pulled just different supplements and and tested them and they found that um, a large number of those had little to no ingredients in it that were actually on the label. Um, and so, you know, and I tell patients also just because something's expensive doesn't mean that the supplement is good. And just because something's cheap doesn't mean it's bad. It's all about the manufacturer, what kind of guidelines they're following, that sort of thing. So when it comes to supplements, the reason why I always ask my patients to buy supplements through us is that basically we've done the homework to make sure that those supplements meet the criteria for what we need them to be doing. Because the worst thing that I can do is Steve is taking, I don't know, let's just say vitamin D and he's getting his own brand and yeah, I take it every day. And then I check it and it's not, the levels aren't what they need to be. Well, okay. Is that the fact that Steve needs more or is that just that the quality of the product he's taking is no good? It becomes very confusing. It's actually one of the reasons why I always recommend, you know, like prescriptions for hormones be branded versus generic because there's a big difference between generic and branding. So same thing in these unregulated supplements, but this can be also taken over to skincare. And when I say medical grade skincare, I'm meaning a line of skincare that is only sold in physicians' offices. You can't get it off of Amazon, at least not legally. By the way, Amazon, let's talk about that for a second. Everybody uses it, right? I, I swear to God, my wife owns stock. Uh, you know, she's <laughs> every day there's multiple boxes. I'm like, good Lord. But she does have a good point. She doesn't hardly go to Target anymore. You know, everything just comes through the mail at a cheaper price. So everybody likes to go to Amazon for everything, me included. But like pharmaceutical grade supplements uh, and most medical grade skincare is not allowed legally to be sold on Amazon. So most of the time when you find these products on Amazon, they are either A, uh, illegally being sold. And, you know, I guess that doesn't matter to the consumer if that's the case. But B, many times counterfeit. Uh, especially supplements. They're totally counterfeit supplements. People are just printing labels, sticking them on bottles. Who the hell knows what's in those capsules? Because basically there's no way of ever coming back on these patients. They're probably putting something very benign in it. Uh, it's, it's not going to hurt you, but it's not actually fulfilling what you're doing. So like I always tell my patients, you know, we sell at fair prices. You might find these things on Amazon for two or three bucks cheaper, but how do you know it's even what you're buying? Mm -hmm. So that's just my kind of my disclaimer. You know, obviously we use Amazon just not for supplements uh, or skincare. So when I say medical grade supplements, I think of a skincare line that is only sold in doctor's offices. But this medical grade term has actually come to kind of generic over the last few years. Now there's a lot of OTCs that are selling medical grade supplements. And I think in that case, it means absolutely nothing. It's nothing more than a fancy marketing term. Um, you know, so I have to go with what I believe to be medical grade is versus what is actually out there now. It's, it's kind of like putting organic on candy. Um, does that really change candy? Uh, you know, my sugar's organic, like get out of here. Um, or, uh, another, you know, so when you, when you go through the, 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 the grocery store, there's all these fancy marketing terms that just kind of bring you to things, you know, fat free. That's another one of my favorite terms on like candy, you know, fat free candy. That's just full of sugar. That's going to turn into fat as soon as you eat it. But anyway, um, so I think medical grade can be seen as a, as a advertising term, but when used properly, those are going to be supplements that are only sold in doctor's offices. So that 
the thing that's the advantage of working with uh, physicians like you are that you've done the homework, you've done the evaluation and the products that you're recommending can be trusted um, when they put that in their body or when they expect uh, certain things. The skincare products, there's a lot of big brands out there that are, you know, have Hollywood stars promoting and stuff, but, but are those medical grade? Are they really best for your skin? Yeah. And so I'll take what you said even a step further whenever patients are like, we've already researched it. You know, I'm, I'm blessed enough to be part of a couple of very large organizations that spend a lot of time on education. I'm very blessed to have a very tight knit circle of providers that I work with very closely that are scattered all throughout the United States. And we share ideas, we share experiences, uh, re-research things. There's no way I could do all my own research on all these different things. And that's where, you know, I told you before we popped on, our next SSRP mastermind is about three weeks away, which now is only once a year, which is, you know, one of the highlights of my year because I get to get together with other physicians and share ideas and incorporate things into my practice that I know are tried and true. So yes, absolutely. You know, we're only going to recommend things to our patients that we will do ourselves, that we will take ourselves if it's appropriate. As I always joke, if you work in my office, uh, you know, you pretty much do everything in my office if it's appropriate for that person. Um, and I think that can there be good products that are over the counter for skin? Absolutely. I'm not here to say that every over the counter uh, product is bad. I don't believe that. Um, I think there are some bad ones, but you know, that's not really for this, but I think that ensure they can, you know, endorsements are endorsements, right? Uh, people can be paid, uh, money to endorse damn near anything these days. Um, it doesn't mean the product's bad. doesn't mean the product's good. It just means they paid George Clooney or whomever enough money or gave him interest in the company to advertise it or Shaq or somebody like that. I think the biggest thing with that is, is a most of the time, a something that is sold in a doctor's office should be of the highest quality, should be of the highest concentrations allowed by law, which actually kind of means that they could potentially be dangerous when used incorrectly. Um, many times patients, when they buy over-the-counter th things, they're, let's say they go to Dillard's. I, I'm just going to give an example. They go to Dillard's to buy skincare. They're going to like, I'm going to spend some money. I'm going to go to Dillard's and buy my skincare. Is that skincare bad? No, I'm not saying that, but you've got someone that sells perfumes and, uh, you know, different things. And oh, by the way, they're going to give you advice on the skincare regimen that you need. And I'm not knocking those people. I'm just saying maybe that's not the highest level of expertise. Or you're left on your own, right, to read the labels and, yeah, I think this is my skin type when they don't really know. Um, there's products that are great for my skin that would be absolutely horrific for my wife's skin. We have totally different skin tones. We have totally different. I'm a dry. She's oily. Uh, she's dark skin. I'm light skin. Um, these are things that have to be taken in consideration. That's why we train our staff diligently on each person having their own individual uh, skin evaluation, which by the way, in our office is free. It doesn't cost anything to get a skin evaluation done. And, you know, uh, truly picking out a regimen that works for the goals of the patient. Yeah. That, so I think people get caught up on the pricing. Sometimes you think about, Oh, two ounces here is, is 50 and two ounces here is 25. 
but then the concentrations or the application procedure might be different. There's all these different gotchas that I, you don't know who to, it's kind of nice to figure out that this particular doctor has done a lot of research and is at least setting you up to avoid a bunch of pitfalls that maybe you'd have to figure out on your own. Yeah, I always go, it's not as easy as like when you go to the grocery store and look at this box is 16 cents per ounce. And if I buy this amount, it's 12 cents per ounce because it's apples and apples, right? Mm -hmm. Or maybe Cheerios and Cheerios. Um, in this case, um, you know, for the most part up front, yes, medical grade skincare is going to be slightly more expensive than something you buy at Dillard's or at Albertsons or HEB. But typically these products, because of their concentration, by how little you actually have to apply at a time, uh, the products last much longer than what patients think. Like we were talking, I, I heard my ladies talking to a lady yesterday who had a budget and the budget was, you know, a little bit tight. And so what they recommended is like, hey, let's do this. This is going to last you 90 days. So this month, let's get this. Let's have you come back in 30 days. We'll layer in another one that's going to last you 90 days. And, you know, instead of spending $600 today, let's spend, you know, $200 or I'm just making up numbers, by the way, I don't remember what she spent, $150. Let's spend that on a monthly basis. And then in three months, you'll have all the products that you need. And now you're spending $100, $150 a month or whatever it takes. Um, and, and, you know, surprisingly, a lot of patients think they're going to come in and we're going to give them this 18 steps that they're going to need to do uh, 18 different products. And that's generally not the case. Most of our patients will do quite well with two to three products. Um, you know, especially guys, it's a proven fact that us guys, unless you're just abnormally good about it, aren't going to do more than three steps a day when it comes to skincare. Um, they're just not, uh, you know, it, it's, you know, if you can get them doing a good face wash, uh, a lotion and maybe a sunblock, you've actually really accomplished something with most guys, me included, by the way, my staff gets on me all the time that I should be doing more than I do. Yeah, that what um, kind of got me off of those regimes. Uh, you know, I'm proud. I got my brushed my teeth washed my face, you know, uh, done, check, check. But that, you remember that uh, movie, American Psycho, he goes to this real specific list. <laughs> yeah. skincare. It's like, that's yeah. right. The last thing you want to aspire to do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ladies will many times, they will do their seven step regimen, but uh, us guys, you know, uh, shower, shave, you know, uh, maybe wash your face. Uh, you know, we have to be very, um, you know, so the, basically what I'm trying to say is for the guys out there, don't, don't panic. We're not going to, we're not going to come up with a regimen that we know you won't do. Uh, that doesn't help in any way. So what are the, some of the best, um, medical grade brands that would kind of like help you stay out of the ditch? Because there's so many to choose from. There are, you know, we're obviously, um, high on Zio. It's what we sell in our office. We also sell a little bit of image, but mainly Zio uh, skincare, but there's Obagi. Uh, we used to sell Obagi. So Zio actually is 
you know, Dr. Obaji, uh, he, he sold uh, Obaji. Um, and then once his no compete was lifted, he created Zio. So I always tell patients, Zio is really Obaji at a better price point and less steps. Uh, Obaji is great. We used to sell it, but it was a hard product to sell for us in our office because of the high, high price point and the multi steps that it had. But great line if you can do it. Skinceuticals is out there. Oh, there, there, there's so many different uh, Elta, MD. There's so many different brands out there. What we try to do is we tried to find what we felt was the best all around brand for our patients that is the most cost effective, but that gives our patients results. And that's why we ultimately settled on Zio in our office. Um, we really love the products. Uh, we all use the products. Um, they're easy to use. They're um, I wouldn't say inexpensive, but I would also say they're not expensive. Uh, they're very cost effective overall with great results. And so that's why we really uh, like Zio. So when, you know, we're talking about these products, but what maybe um, I think it would be uh, negligent if we didn't discuss kind of the fundamentals of keep, uh, taking care of your health and, uh, and just your regular rituals or what are some things to consider there? No, I think the biggest thing is, is when we're talking about skin is what Dr. Seeds always preaches to us SSRP faculty is everything that shows up on the skin starts on the inside. Um, you know, now maybe if you go roll in poison ivy, we might not treat your gut. Uh, you know, I'd tell Steve, don't, don't roll in poisoning ivy next time. Uh, but you know, these, you know, like psoriasis or these chronic dermatitis type things that people have, uh, eczema. So I like to tell a story, a, a, a beautiful friend of mine, great physician. She's a pediatric, uh, physician up in Washington state, uh, Cynthia Keller. And I always love this story. I probably told on the podcast before, but, um, uh, she was in one of her lectures and it came to question time. And uh, one of the, you know, docs in the, in the audience said, how do you treat eczema in your, in your uh, patients? And she paused and she said, to be honest with you, I don't have any eczema in my practice. And the guy was like, what? Like, how do you not have eczema in your practice? And she's like, well, because I treat the gut in every one of my patients from birth as long as they're in my practice. And eczema is nothing more than poor gut health, uh, you know, coming out as an atopic dermatitis. And so I think that's always a really important part. Um, it is important that we use good skincare because we need to slow down the sun damage. Um, you know, I don't care how healthy your gut is. If you're out there, what was that guy? Uh, George Hamilton. Do you remember him? Yeah. You know, yeah. Was always like leather brown, you know, yeah. uh, your skin's not going to age well if that's how you're treating it. Uh, maybe unless you're on melanotan. Uh, but, uh, you know, if you're getting natural sun, getting that much sun, you're not blocking it. You're not protecting it. I don't care if you're Cindy Crawford at 30. Uh, you're not going to look like that at 50 if you don't take care of your skin. So gut health is extremely important. Maintenance of skin is really important. Let's not forget like the hydrofacial. Um, you know, I tell patients it's extremely cost effective. I've never had a patient. It's immediate. You know, people love things that are immediate. In other words, I walked in looking like X and walked out looking like Y and Y was much better than X and I'm happy. Um, it's relaxing. It's kind of like getting a massage or something like that. 
Um, so, you know, it's getting all those dead cells off the skin. Um, you know, you can do different uh, treatments during a hydrofacial that simply back up um, or are augmented or synergistic with your skincare regimen. Let's not forget the topical peptides. Um, you know, topical peptides are really important, uh, specifically GHKCU, which, by the way, even though with that FDA ruling, we can still have topical GHKCU. That was some, I told you I wasn't going to do it, but that's my little hint of sarcasm in my podcast. Uh, but GHKCU, which is an amazing uh, topical peptide, which is uh, actually, we have it over the counter in our practice. You know, we try to mix we, we call it Luminate in our practice. We, we try to mix in Luminate um, into most people's skincare line if they can afford to. It decreases lines and wrinkles by 30%, increases in collagen elasticity by 40% when used topically on a daily basis for over 90 days. That's pretty awesome. Um, you know, and, and there's so many other things that we can do. You know, some guys and girls, we get into the Botox or the fillers or things like that for that damage that has occurred that we just can't seem to get rid of. Yes, guys use fillers too. Um, and so, yeah, there's there's a multitude. It's just kind of, you know, where do you want to start? What's your goals? Uh, what's your budget? Um, you know, we're not afraid to ask people what their budgets are, you know, and, and that can be an uncomfortable conversation, but, it, you know, I take it back to when I, first of all, wanted to build a pool for the first time. And I was really afraid to tell the builders my budget because I felt like if I told them my budget, they were going to build me a $20,000 pool for $50,000. Oh, your budget's 50,000. Okay. Here's the pool. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so I ended up picking a builder that I didn't really care for at the end of it. And now I have a great builder and, I'd tell him, you know, we're not building a pool, but the last time we did like, Hey, here's the budget so that they can, so that they can map out the best pool that they can build me for my budget. Because if you're dealing with trustworthy people, which I believe we are, um, then we're going to maximize your bang for your buck. You know, some people won't give you their budget, which is fine, but it sure is easier to work with patients when they're like, Hey, I'm willing to spend 150 a month, hundred a month. 300 a month. You know, sometimes we don't even need to meet their budget. Like, oh, that's way too big of a budget. So it just depends on each patient and treating them individually. All right. Awesome. So we should consider our gut and then talk to a specialist or someone like you that can help us uh, point us in not just the proper products, but the proper um, regime and kind of stick to our budget. What's what's anything else we need to consider in that process? Yeah, stop the stop the tanning beds, uh, please, please, please. If you're young and you're listening to this and you use tanning beds regularly, please stop. Um, you know that's great when you're young and you look great, but it's gonna it's it's aging your skin at such a rapid rate that it just you're not going to be happy down the road. Uh, I was so happy back a few years ago when they actually made in Texas made it illegal for under 18 to use tanning beds. Um, you know, that was, that was a really good thing. Um, so protecting your skin, treating your skin good. Uh, you're never too young to start protecting your skin. You know, my, my daughter, I think now starts to appreciate it, but even when she was 10, 11, 12, you know, my wife was making sure she was sunblocked before she went to the pool and that sort of thing. Like, Take care of the skin when you're young so that when you're older, you don't look older. Um, it's the biggest thing that you can do. Uh, and a little bit of prevention, like a, a good, safe medical grade sunblock that a bottle of it will last you months uh, does you wonders. All right. Sleep. 
Yeah, well, sleep affects everything, right? Lack of or plenty of. And so, yeah, sleep's always a good thing to look at. Uh, your gut's not going to be healthy if your sleep's not good and vice versa. So everything kind of plays into it. So I've been listening. All right. You convinced me. What's the next step? Um, you know, you can certainly, the website's there. You can go to the website at theresearchclinic.com. Uh, you can stop in if you're local. Uh, skincare stuff, you're welcome just to stop in. My staff will be more than happy to talk with you. You can call us. You can, uh, you know, uh, reach out to us, whatever feels right for you. And I understand there's a, um, a shopping cart or a, an experience that will be on your website soon where you can purchase these products online. Yeah, that's that's uh, what we're working towards is to eventually, especially for our current customers who are, you know, already on a regimen if they don't want to come in. Uh, right now, if if people are out of town and we have a lot of out of state clients and whatnot, they can just call us. We ship for, you know, very, very small amount. We'll ship it to them and uh, get them in their hands. But hopefully we're going to make that even easier for the consumer here very soon with a uh, online shopping. All right. Medical grade products, some medical grade advice, and now a medical grade outro. Thanks for joining the Dr. Chris podcast. If you learned something today and you want to connect and get more information, visit our website, www.drkris.life, where you can find more great information or even schedule a time to learn how you can engage with Dr. Chris. Be sure to follow, like, share, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Dr. Chris Podcast. You've been watching any of those cowboy games? You know it. <laughs> but right now we're all Rangers still. Yeah. Yeah. Season ticket holder here. So, you know, it's been a, a big last few weeks. All right. Good job today, Dr. Chris. We'll see you next time on the Dr. Chris podcast or now awkward smile